Welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and a look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I am your host. My name is Cassandra, and I am your other host. Hi. How are you? Hello. Oh, I'm good. Did you get my email about that uh, RuPaul's show in Vegas? I I did. I you did not acknowledge it. I'm sorry. No, I mean, it's fine. I sent it to you in the middle of a work day. It, it's on my radar and I want to go. Okay. Can you imagine if every time that I emailed or texted you, I waited until we started recording to bring it up? <laughs> if you didn't answer. Yeah. Um, I texted you, but I, now I'm going to confront you about it. <laughs> I didn't mean it to be like a confrontation, but I, but I understand that it felt that way. I just like, you know, we've been teasing going to Vegas for a while mm. and I really want people to send in more stories about why they're trash in Vegas or just Vegas stories in general, you know, because we, w- we want to go and make some, some memories ourselves, some content. <clears throat> uh-huh. <laughs> Cause I, I have a minor confession to tell you what last podcast I was I was listening to you. I was a hundred percent with you. <laughs> However, there was a, a chin hair that I detected. Uh Oh, mid podcast. And to the left of the computer, I happened to find a pair of tweezers. Uh huh. And I, I'm so sorry, but I was digging for that chin hair throughout half of the podcast half half oh jesus sorry someone's like not go hold on one second is it your chin hair it's back to haunt us oh my god one second have i said out loud that i don't like when amazon delivers ring the doorbell i mean that was jarring for me well, it's just like the timing of it. There was something kind of like horror movie-esque where you're saying you spent half the podcast digging for a chin hair and then look who's at my door. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, chin hair. I thought that's what it was. Um, I'm not to brag. <laughs> I don't get chin hairs yet. What? Well, I'll be goddamned. I'll tell you what I do get, though. Mm-hmm. Full mustache. Uh huh. Like if my if my uh, makeup is too light, you're gonna see it, and it drives me crazy. Just this big old mustache. Prior to my company holiday party, like the Uber was called, you know, on its way. Winston's like, "Hey, babe," and I was like, "Yeah, you um." You know, I should always tell you things. And I was like, of course. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like You have uh, a noticeable mustache today. <laughs> and it was like the, the Uber TikTok. It was like, you know, four minutes away. <laughs> and he took out his beard trimmer. Oh, my God. And we shaved. We like buzzed. He shaved you. He shaved me. How intimate. It was it was both terrifying, but also like very sweet. Wow. And I was mustacheless for my company holiday party. 
that's that's how you want to be i think i, I mean no judgment do do you on body hair that's that's Absolutely. my policy yeah i just personally i don't i don't care to have a mustache i like that i don't know if uh taylor would ever tell me it, it was like i had to pull it out he was like uh, maybe i shouldn't and i was like no now you have to but it was uh yeah you you have a visible mustache today and i was like <laughs> okay right before i'm about to meet all of these people in person for the first time i definitely need to take care of this like i can't speak for your coworkers and like what kind of people they are but like chances are had he not stopped you from leaving the house that way you would have been known for that not to your face but behind your back they would have been like which one's erica again oh the one with the mustache mm-hmm. they would have held their finger up right where they're between uh-huh. their, their lip you know, and their chin erica <laughs> Yeah, because I'm doing it. sure. Yeah. Everyone at home, you know, Erica, like every we all get it. Put your finger on your lip. Yeah. Well, why are you why are you trash? I've got a historical trash. You know, I used to have a big, big, big obsession with uh the band Good Charlotte. I feel like a lot of people in my age range that has occurred to them some capacity. Uh I was doing a a Peloton ride today. Cody Rigsby, love him. Oh, maybe I should have hoarded Cody Rigsby rides. Oh, well. And he was like, the theme of his ride was Tiger Beat magazine. So it was a lot of boy bands and like, you know, uh, male. It was really fun. And he was like, think about the person whose poster you pull out of Tiger Beat. Like you're doing that ride for them today. And I was like, I guess it would be Joel Madden, which is like, you know, that that was just like my crush uh, when I was 12, 13, 14. And one time when I was around 16 or 17, I went to high school in Burbank and Burbank is a really local, you know, like you might see a celebrity when you're in Burbank. You might not, but you might, you're definitely going to see Jay Leno. We all know that. Um, But uh, there I was at the Burbank AMC 16 location of my first job, but I was there you know, recreationally to go and see like a Superman movie. One of like, I don't know. That'll probably tell me what year it was, but I'm not going to fucking look that shit up. Anyways, I was seeing like one of the Superman movies coming out in theaters and who walks in, (gasps) but Joel Madden holding hands with his beloved at the time, Miss Hillary Duff. Wow. Who I used to be, even before she started dating Joel Madden, I was like mind-numbingly jealous of Hilary Duff and her career. Like I wanted to be Lizzie McGuire. Like I wanted her fucking life. So when she started dating Joel Madden, I, I couldn't imagine a more devastating blow. And then there it was in front of me, you know? And my crush had long subsided, subsided by then. Like I was, it was different. I was with my high school boyfriend. But they were not only there, but they were sitting the row in front of us. <gasps> and I, I couldn't tell you the actor who played Superman. I couldn't tell you what's, who Superman is, what his powers are, what that movie was about. I couldn't tell you shit about that movie. I spent the entire fucking movie staring at the backs 
of Joel Madden and Hillary Duff's fucking heads, like seeing what they reacted to. Just I could I literally was only only watching their heads. It was fucking nuts. I bet you could have told me how many hair follicles Hillary Duff had. More likely than telling you Superman's origin story, which is something that I think people just might accent, like actually know. Not me. I'm. I think that I think my Superman knowledge like regressed <laughs> like, by watching that movie and like just taking any like space in my brain that was held for Superman and filling it with Joel Madden and Hillary Duff. So I wasn't even obsessed with them anymore. Like I was like, you know, older, like I didn't even care, but like, I clearly still really fucking care. Right. Right. And and you didn't have the, the, you didn't talk to him. You didn't give him a head nod. Of course. Fucking not. I never talk to celebrities when I see them like ever. I even like when I'm waiting on them, I don't speak to them. Mm -hmm. Like I I don't even take their orders. (laughs) You just like, Good luck. <laughs> Did I tell you about the time that I waited on Chad Michael Murray when I worked at PF Chang's? Yes. Yeah. Like I literally fucking had a panic attack. <laughs> he was so hot. Chad Michael Murray starred uh, you know, across Hillary Duff in a Cinderella story. Not that we need to get into it. I'm fine. I'm sorry for blowing in the mic too, listeners. That was probably very loud. Why are you trash, Erica? Well, Cassandra, I've been working like a dog. Mm-hmm. I've been burning the midnight oil. Yeah. I've been putting in the work. Yeah. And today I, I postmated some lunch or, you know. Sure. And they didn't send me utensils. And what I ordered from like a, a plate, pl- you know, they, they send you a meat and two sides. What? Okay. From Tinder Greens. Got it. So I ordered the steak plate from Tinder Greens with mashed potatoes and a Caesar salad. And they did not send me utensils. Okay. And one-handed, I ate that entire plate with my fingers while continuing to work with my right hand. I'm sorry. Do you not work from home? I do. I did not have the time to get up and go get a fork. I, I, I used the meat as a, a makeshift spoon in the mashed potatoes to scoop, you know, and I, I used the bread to scoop salad and to, to pinch off salad. And, and I ate an entire plate lunch with my left hand and then continued to work with my right hand. And I was like, I'm 20 feet away from a fork and I should, I should go sit down. I should take a breath, but I don't, I don't have time. Is this why you're trash or is this why Postmates fucked up? (laughs) Why Tender Greens fucked up, but like mostly like that you're like maybe burning too much oil. I'm, I'm burning a lot of oil, but I, I ate with my, my hand. Right. But it feels I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt and saying that maybe you had no choice. You said I you're was too busy. My back was against the wall. What was I to do? 
That's bananas. Did you like wash your hands? I'm going to say you didn't wash your hands before. No, I did not wash my hands before. I, wow. I went straight from keyboard to steak plate. And then eventually I had to get up and go to the bathroom and, you know, but that was, uh, that was it. You know, my obsession with time traveling, imagine a time traveler popped into your house from the caveman age and was like, what on earth is that thing that she's the, this bright light thing that she's in front of with like, you know, like your computer, but then they're like, Oh, phew. Well, at least we didn't change how we eat. Yeah, at least meat is still red. <laughs> and oh, we're good. still eating with our hands. Here. Yeah. They have fire still. <laughs> Utensils had to have been created like pretty early on, you know? I, I just was like, what the hell am I doing? But I, I just like got into it and I couldn't stop. And then I was like, well, I can't. At this point, I'm just, I'm in for a penny. I'm in for a pound. In some countries, they eat with their hands all the time. Well, I, I didn't want to be, you know, anthropo- anthropologically rude. I like it. I feel sad. That story made me sad. <laughs> don't, don't be sad for me. How many, how many people listen to this podcast and go, these girls kind of make me sad. Oh, no. <laughs> I like when they do the news stories, but like when they talk about their lives, I feel sad. Oh no, I hope not. I hope not. This, this next gentleman makes me quite happy. Okay, sure. Yeah. Our first story from the BBC.com. A man says he drove without a license for more than 70 years. A man was stopped by police officers and he told them he'd been driving with no license or insurance for more than 70 years. Yeah, so he was born in 1938, and he said that he's been driving since he was 12 and never stopped by police. And of course, where did we find this story? Or It was posted on the police's Facebook page. Yeah, okay. The, the, the rise of both police pilots and police Facebook pages need to stop. <laughs> I wonder what they did to him, you know? Like, because that guy didn't have to admit that shit. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess he kind of did have to admit that because, like, he could be like, oh, I don't have my license anymore. And they're like, okay, well, what's your name? We'll just look you up. And they're like, well, actually, you won't. He's been saving thousands of dollars over his life, too, without having to have, like, insurance and shit. Oh, I mean, he probably saved $100,000. Do you have to get your car registered in London or England, UK, whatever? Probably, right? In in Nottingham area, yeah, yeah, for sure. Can you register a car without insurance? I mean, UK listeners, write in, let us know. Um, I just want to know if this is bullshit. To be honest, no, I've seen it in multiple. It, it's it's made the rounds. Multiple news sources have cited this story. So hasn't that's happened before? We did that whole story about how like Vice got duped. That's fair. What if this guy's a fucking liar? What if these police officers are fucking liars? <laughs> I refuse to believe it. I, I didn't. <laughs> but what they're saying is that there is an increase in closed caption cameras and they will catch you if you try to pull this stunt. Fine. 
So register your car, get your license, pay for your insurance. Yeah. And don't pet animals. Yeah, don't stop and pet animals. That's for sure. We learned that from the gentleman in the next story. From thepatch.com. Man running from cops stopped to pet cat, but still goes to jail. Are we in Florida? Of course we are. While it's often recommended for people to stop and smell the flowers, taking time out to pet cats can lead to arrest. At least that's the case for a Boca Raton man last week who, in the middle of fleeing from police, stopped by a home, asked for water, and proceeded to lay down and play with the homeowner's cats. Isn't it funny how a headline can just lie to your face? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That headline should be, man fleeing police stops at a house, pets cat. Not... What not man running from oh I guess he did say I guess it is right there. Man running from cops stops to pet cat goes to jail. All right. Well, you know what needs help then? My reading comprehension. Yep. I've I've been meaning to talk to you about it, but I never knew the time. Well, <laughs> now it works. The uh man walked up to uh this person's back sliding glass door to let himself in. He said that he was a landscaper working next door. Asked her for a glass of water, and then uh, he was on the floor playing with those cats. All of this happened after the man was accused of taking $2,000 out of a friend's wallet the following night of partying, according to the UPI. The man then crashed a Lexus into multiple vehicles, including a cop car and a fire hydrant, before he bailed into the residential area. You don't want to do that. No, 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 no. So he fled after that and he dove into the intercoastal waterway, which like, is he James Bond? Yeah. What, <laughs> like, does he have like a suit where if he presses on his wrist, like all of a sudden he's in a wetsuit? <laughs> it's almost kind of like, it feels like an Austin Powers kind of thing. Where like where you're like running, running, running. And then it's like, you get the quick joke and of like, oh, hi, kitty, kitty. You're running, 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 jump into the water, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. He's in jail. Yes, he's in jail now. Daniel Panato Valentino, 21, now faces a long list of charges, including burglary of an occupied dwelling, three counts of drug possession, three counts of assault, hit and run, grand theft auto, among others. Oh, Florida. You think that the lady was like, damn, he's hot. I'll let him in. I just feel she's very trusting. Like if someone just said, hey, I'm, I'm working next door, I would be like, then let the neighbor let you in. A hundred percent. In our next story, though, we got kind of like a hot burglar. Remember the hot felon that became a model? Yes, I do. Yes. He was very attractive. Whatever happened to him? I mean, he was a felon, so maybe he went back to that life. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) According to Marka.com, police post, again, on social media. Uh Uh-huh. About a hot burglar goes viral. According to a social media post from the West Yorkshire Police, People are flocking to the comments section of it to discuss how handsome the subject is. 
They're looking for a burglar, Jonathan Cahill, but apparently he's super fucking hot. One woman wrote, the only handcuffs he'd see were the ones on my bed. Okay, girl, like on Facebook, no doubt. He can break and enter my premise anytime, added another. He can't hear the sirens because my thighs are covering his ears. Like, these are nasty. (laughs) He's like not even that good looking. I mean, he's not like ugly, but like. But he's he's not like Brad Pitt. No, like that one felon who you just brought up who became a model, like he was very good looking. This guy just kind of looks like, you know, like he, he looks like an MMA fighter at best and not saying that they're like very hot, but mm-hmm. like, he just looks like an MMA fighter whose face isn't completely messed up yet. Like just like a beefy white guy. Yeah. He's, he's a medium build and maybe six feet tall. Well, is that honestly all it takes? Is that <laughs> medium build six feet tall? It feels like the, the bare minimum. <laughs> oh my God. Can I tell you something? How tall are you? Five, seven on paper. How tall are you? Five, six and a half. Okay. So I'm 5'10 and we had like a little bit of a football soiree last weekend. And my partner is 6'4. My friend's husband, shout out Ashley Reardon. Uh, I think he's like 6'1. Mm-hmm. And then our other friend, her boyfriend is like in the 6'4, six, 6'5 six, arena. Mm-hmm. And so I was I was in the kitchen grabbing something and the three gentlemen were having a gentleman conversation about like some white guy shit, probably golf or whatever. I don't know, sports. We were watching football and it was probably about sports or beer. Who knows? Anyways, I turn around and I'm like surrounded by these uh, big tall guys. And I was like, I wonder if this is what short people feel like all the time. Like I've never been in a group, you know, like, like a close, like a close standing group where I was the shortest person. Mm -hmm. These men are towering over me. (laughs) Like this is fucking nuts. It was a very new experience for me. It was cool. Welcome to how the other side feels. Yeah. I had to run away and like go back to my friends who I'm both, I'm taller than both of them. They're both like tall enough, but like, yeah. I was like, that was scary. <laughs> well, you're a, a queen in my eyes. Thanks. Um, you're an attack <clears throat> squirrel in mine. You know what? I am. I, I had. I'm applying. For, maybe I shouldn't talk about it, but I'm applying for a game show. Which one? I can't talk about it. Okay. And are we allowed the- to go on another one? I, like, what's the statute of limitation on that? Because I want to go on another one. <laughs> Well, it's, a, it's network, so I think that the rules are different. Is it that one that they posted on Instagram? I don't know. Hosting Hosted by that one late night talk show host? No. Okay. I, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> and uh, they they asked me to, like, to describe myself, and I said, uh, they were like, describe yourself, like, you know, what are your best traits? And I was like, oh, you know, fun and blank and then loyal. And they were like, what are your worst traits? And I was like, loyal to a fault. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I was, so 
Our next story from NBCNews.com is about an Alabama man accused of keeping a meth-fueled attack squirrel. And I just feel like this attack squirrel is loyal to a fault. I see. (laughs) I was wondering where you were going with that. (laughs) Yeah, it was a long road, but it got there. I like it. The trial of an Alabama man accused by police of keeping an attack squirrel that he made more aggressive by giving it methamphetamine has been delayed as he faces new charges. Mickey Polk was arrested in 2019 after authorities received a tip about an alleged drug squirrel. Aside from the rodent, police found body armor and meth. Was it body armor for the squirrel? Oh my God, the little squirrel. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna gonna give spoilers for the Mandalorian's Boba Fett. Uh Uh-huh. So plug your ears for 30 seconds if you're not up to date on the book of Boba Fett. Or if you just don't give a shit. Or if you just don't give a shit. But on this week's episode, the Mandalorian gets... Grogu, Baby Yoda, little armor. Wow. Little baby armor. And it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Is that a major spoiler? I don't know. That, it's like, just really cute. Grogu has different clothes on. I don't know. I he, really don't know anything about Star Wars. He doesn't put them on, but he's he's given he's given armor, but he has to make a choice whether he wants to uh-huh use it use it or if he wants to go with the other group and it's yeah wow yeah wow spoilers over anyway so he was uh set start set to start a bench trial that was continued until the end of february because his attorney wasn't present in in court his attorney of course being a beaver addicted to heroin Wait, what were you? What were you gonna yeah. say? <laughs> I was gonna say a, a squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was circling it. We were gonna get to the same joke. Damn um, it! I'm glad yours I got was there. better. Yeah, you got there first. Um, <laughs> after his 2019 arrest, he was charged with possession of a wild animal, stolen property and weapon possession by a felon, and the Limestone County Sheriff's Office released an image of the alleged attack squirrel. After releasing the squirrel back into the wild, they said there's no safe way to test the squirrel for meth. Wait, so this is just allegedly on meth? I I feel like you can 100% test a squirrel for meth. Yeah, but I guess he raised it from when it was a little baby, and, uh, you know, like, it it would come when he would whistle. So... That's uh, that's nice. Although it did, it did definitely bite people. That's so dad. That's so damn cute. I mean, it sucks to have been bitten by a meth-addled squirrel, but that's real cute. Yeah. Well, I I feel like this episode has had a a global experience. We've we've spent some time over in the UK. Uh huh. I think it's time we take a trip down under. Down under. <laughs> Sydney servo worker baffled as nude man pays for petrol. I think that means gas in uh, Australian. Yes. Yes, it does. Is a worker from AU News, Yahoo.com. A worker at a BP service station in inner Sydney saw more than he wanted to when a customer went full Monty while casually visiting the store. The middle-aged man wearing nothing but shoe, the flip-flops. I'm I'm avoiding the word thongs because I don't like the word thongs as a as a flip-flop reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, isn't it weird? I don't know why it always like weirded me out when I was growing up, probably because like I was like, songs are for like <laughs> underwear. Those aren't thongs. I'm not wearing thongs. Yeah. God. <laughs> I'm wearing these are flip. I'm not wearing anyways. Okay, sorry. That was like a really deep cut. He was wearing flip-flops as he walked into the petrol station. Seemingly without a care in the world. Well, why should he? You know? It's like summertime down there. I mean, he got his balls out. Hang hang dong, but like wear shoes. Nothing would be more disgusting than to walk into a petrol station barefoot. You walk into a petrol station naked and barefoot, you're a time traveler. (laughs) You have been sent back in time to warn us of something. Yes, but you walk in wearing flip-flops. I'm like, oh, that's a naked guy doing naked shit. Yeah, but he had his phone in his hand, so maybe not a time traveler. He strolled up to the counter. And the worker behind the computerized till appears visibly unsure as he taps on the screen to bring up the man's charge. (laughs) I mean, what are you unsure of? (laughs) It's just, I mean, you've never seen somebody hanging dong before. Like, I don't, I don't condone uh, being naked and showing people your body naked unconsensually. So like, you know, there's definitely a problem here, but I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. I think I, yeah, I'm trying to just make it clear, I guess, that we don't condone hanging dong. Is that what you've been calling it? Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're in like a, you know, consensually hanging dong place. It, it should always be consensual. Like you should not bring your shit into other people's arena. Do you think you could ever like live in a nudist place? Absolutely not. I could not stop staring. Like I I absolutely in no way, no how could I ever function? No. Okay. That's fair. I mean, but you might like nakedness might become normalized to you. I don't think it ever would. I, 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 I can't. I'm not a never nude, uh-huh. but I'm not like a naked person. I, I don't like I can like in the locker room. I don't mind shimmying it up, but I'm just not a naked person. Okay. All right. Uh, I always think about when they're on naked and afraid and like looking for food and or just like the editors for that show who have to some cameraman like is like mad at an editor and decides to shoot like one of those people like up their butthole while they're climbing a tree <laughs> for fruit and the editor's like god damn it god, you know, i have to put a black bar right there for I how many like, frames fuzz out this guy like blur out this guy's asshole <laughs> because these fucking psychos want to do this stupid show if cavemen came back they would just be like oh so we're still doing naked stuff all right <laughs> cool <laughs> great let me take off all my clothes yeah all right you guys are doing the naked stuff still good to know good to know do you think the cavemen are like five feet tall because like old kings and stuff like they were all like hella short yeah for sure for sure our nutrition has allowed us to grow big and strong and tall and stuff (laughs) imagine going back in time and you just see like these stupid little cavemen (laughs) just little 
like yeah. get away you dumb fucking caveman you like five one ass bitch <laughs> fuck away from me you haven't even figured out the wheel yeah you stupid bitch just like flick a lighter at them look at this you fucking bitch stupid short yes. bitch <laughs> just bring a zippo back and just become the queen of everything and be like i can look at this fire in my hand yeah you bitches you fucking idiots <laughs> but oh the, my the minute the zippo goes out i have no other skill set to offer that's when you just beat the shit out of them you like drop kick them all in the face because i'm so tall yeah i'm like oh i'm i don't know what my deal is right now i just think it's funny to imagine them little little cavemen no way they were that short they bet they were though they for sure were you imagine them to be tall and i don't know why i imagine them hold on i gotta look this up average height caveman average height of a caveman five foot five little fucking <laughs> that's like two inches short like two inches short of <laughs> well i would i would just be av- i i wouldn't stand I, I i i i'm starting to take up for them i feel like my people five four to five five and then the women were all five foot to five one Oh, I would be the queen of the women. It's like literally like every woman in my family, like my Cuban side of the family. <laughs> just that's it. Just all that it would be weird. Anyways, um, in our next story, <laughs> I got, we're, we're doing this one late at night. It's not our, our normal morning bag. So I'm feeling a little loosey goose. Uh, <laughs> you ever you know, just sit around the campfire and just offer somebody else some of your food? Never. Oh, well, damn. You I don't not, share. I don't you share don't food. share? No. Well, the person in our next story tried to and got a mouthful for it. According to WKYT.com, man beaten with metal skillet after declining an offer of potatoes. Sorry, I'm on keto. He said, (laughs) is that what he said? No, he didn't say that. (laughs) A man was arrested and being after being accused of beating another person with a metal skillet who refused an offer of potatoes, according to Pennsylvania State Police. Like, I'm full. We're just doing s'mores tonight. Police say 27-year-old man was frying potatoes in hot oil with a metal skillet and offered them to a 32-year-old victim who declined. That's when the man became suddenly enraged, threw a hot frying pan full of oil and potatoes into the victim's face, and then uh, he beat that person with the skillet so hard that the handle snapped off. God damn. I I noticed a trend in... So Winston does a majority of our cooking, uh-huh. and he's a, a fantastic cook. Uh-huh. But within like three bites, you better say, This is so good. <laughs> this is so good. Cause he'll be like, Well, is it do you like it? Is this good? Is this is this okay? Is this do you <laughs> like it? And 
like I've got a mouthful of food and I'm like, it's so good, baby. So I've, <laughs> you better compliment the chef real quick. Well, this guy is going to jail. He's facing severe charges, including aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, which is good. Yeah. I just want to know what kind of potatoes he was cooking. Mm. You know, if they put a bunch of potatoes on a lineup, are they going to make this guy like point out the one that attacked it first? Remember the, like the California raisins, but it's like the Pennsylvania potatoes. Is that a real thing? Do you you remember the California potatoes? The California raisins? raisins? Yes. But it's like the Pennsylvania potatoes. I'm asking, are you making Pennsylvania potatoes up or is that a real thing? No, I'm making it up. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Like, and they sing songs. Yeah. And they sing songs about (laughs) anyway. (laughs) I don't know if this is on, there's a, there was a standup comedian that I saw a very, very long time ago. His name was Tom Clark. And he did a song about potatoes and uh, it would always make us laugh. Yeah. There he is on Spotify. I wonder if um, his potato song is on here. Mm, Nope. Oh, well, can't plug him. Sorry, Tom Clark, get your shit together and get on Spotify. All the cool kids are. I know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said, uh, shouldn't have said the S word right now. Um. With all this Joe Rogan business. Hey, did you see on Instagram that The Rock is defending him? And I was like, okay. Just put put out a podcast, The Rock. The Rock makes me nervous because he seems like a very nice guy and he seems like a fun guy and like all that kind of stuff. But then he like makes comments that sound like he legitimately is going to run for president. And I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> I I almost don't know if he'd do a bad job. Okay. And so then there's a bunch of people who have the same opinion as you, but we don't, it's the same thing. If like Oprah ran for president, I'm like, we don't know what this, these people's fucking policies are like, sure. They're, they seem more level headed than Trump. They seem mm-hmm. level headed mm-hmm. than Trump. That doesn't mean shit. These are some of the richest people on the fucking planet and like the most famous people on the planet. Like, so how am I supposed to trust that the rock who is made up of giant, like little tiny caveman, essentially like his big muscles. What does he know about anything? What does Oprah know about anything? No, no, I, I get it. Listen, I'm not, I'm not saying I want him to run. I just think, of the trajectory that we're going down where decorum is out the window and people that have been in public policy have no shot of becoming president or public service of a lifetime. And we're going to start electing celebrities. Uh, it seems like an okay choice. Okay, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a spot in his cabinet. That's all. I'm just angling for a spot in his cabinet. Sounds like it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't want to start a turf war with The Rock. That's all. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Like the people in our next story started a <gasps> turf war. Yeah. From the uk.news.yahoo.com. A turf war with a twist. 
pensioner rips up neighbor's flowers at 3 a.m. in a garden row. A pensioner crept out of his house in the middle of the night to rip up his neighbor's flowers and throw turf into their garden in a row over a two-inch strip of land. A row meaning a fight. Mm -hmm. A bizarre dispute between John Wigner, 72, and James and Samantha Miller, his next-door neighbors, took place in the quiet Oxfordshire village of Mollington. It all started when the previous neighbor of Winger stole, allegedly stole, a two-inch piece of land by moving a fence near the rear of his driveway. And this man, Winger, admitted that he could be rambunctious at times, but uh, he said that this meant that he could no longer take Captain, his African gray parrot, out for car trips because he was unable to get the bird into his vehicle. When the Millers, both respected surgeons, bought the house and moved in, the neighbor, Wigner, decided to wage a campaign of harassment against his neighbors and a bid to reclaim his land. I'll tell you what is fucking harassment to your neighbors, owning a bird. Yes, 100%. They should be in the goddamn sky and in the trees. They do not belong in our homes. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're a bird person, but also like, what's up, man? birds they don't belong in our homes and and bird people like you guys let them crawl all over you in a zoom meeting and just a bird lands on you that's crazy you know that right that's crazy (laughs) like (laughs) i mean i just want to know because like there's a part of me that's kind of like you know what good for you go you Mm -hmm. but then there's another part where i'm like your daily life is just having a bird land on you that's that's like snow white shit yeah like here's the thing i'm normally a bygones and do you kind of person but bird people i'm coming for you wow erica please we don't know we might have bird listeners that yeah well listen you gray parrots (laughs) right in (laughs) right in Write in, great parrots, and tell me why I'm wrong. I, f- I think it's funny that he's like, oh, I can't get my bird into my car in the driveway. Like, well, then back your car in or like yeah. pull the car out car in out. the alley. Like, that's stupid. Yeah. The whole incident was caught on CCTV around 3 a.m. to carry out his campaign of harassment. Eventually, the Millers contacted the police and their neighbor was arrested and charged with a numerous count of causing criminal damages and one count of harassment. He denied the charges, but was found guilty. Um, He was also given a restraining order, which what do you do with a restraining restraining order against your neighbor? He's not to approach the Millers or their home for five years. Like he lives next door. What is he to do? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, the previous neighbor's fault. Yeah, why don't just ask them, hey, can you move my, can you, can we move this fence? We can maybe split the cost because I need to take my bird to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> my bird needs to get out. <laughs> I don't fucking like it, man. <laughs> but that's but, just me. Yeah. You know what else I do not like? We're spending a lot of time in the UK this episode. 
We really are. And I'm here to tell the listeners I'm coming to you UK this <gasps> month. I'm coming to the UK. So if you want to hang out, I'll be in London in February and early March. Let me know. We can do a meetup. These That's stories really. just happen to be sourced. But anyway, I'm not going. I wish I was. Damn it. I'm going to an international drag show. <laughs> the cast of Drag Race UK season two is performing on March 1st. And I'm very excited. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I'm literally thrilled. And I've been psycho shit, like commenting on the performer's Instagram when they post about the shows. Coming from LA, can't wait. Psycho shit. I do that sometimes. Sometimes (laughs) I'm like, I was there last night. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I, I want them to see it. You don't have to acknowledge the comment. You don't have to reply. I just want you to know. Notice someone me. cares. Notice, Notice me. me. I'm I'm a pick me for drag queens. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, so this kid probably wanted to get noticed. Um, mm-hmm. According to the Liverpool Echo Co, Liverpool student 19, he froze his nipples off with two cans of links. One day in the school changing room, the student who's asked not to be named was dared to empty two cans of links onto his nipples. I'm just uh, looking up exactly what links is so I can explain it. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a cologne or a deodorant. Mm. Gross. The teenager stood with his chest exposed to a gathered crowd as his classmate emptied two full cans onto his nipples. Uh, He explained at first it's just cold. It's really not a big thing. And then it starts to burn. And then you're just waiting for it to finish. It was fine. It was all fine. The boy, he said, who's actually freezing my nipples. He flicked both my nipples and then my nipples fell off. He better have flicked them at the same fucking time. Because imagine you flick one and it falls off and then you're like, well, let's go for the other. Let's go. Yeah, that better have been a two-handed double flick. (laughs) That's crazy. That is so... He described it like, have you ever seen a wart? It was exactly like that. So now what? He just doesn't have nipples. He's like a Ken doll. Weird, but he still has like areolas. Yeah. Is it called an areola when it's on a boy? I, you know, I, I dropped out of medical school. Right. Yeah. One time I was uh, shopping for swimsuits. Like I must've been, I, I don't know. I was really young, but it was me, my mom, and then my cousin. And we looked at, we picked up a bikini top or something like that. And my mom was like, that won't even cover your areolas. Oh, boy. (laughs) That has, like, remained a joke between me and my cousin. Like, (laughs) I'm like, that's not even going to cover your areolas. Yeah. Because it's the weirdest fucking shit to say to anyone. They're just call them nipples. But I guess my mom is like a nurse. I don't don't know why the fuck she's because she says crazy stuff. That's why. It's just, it's, it's like a mom phrase where you're just like, mom. Yeah. Like the bikini top is going to cover my areolas. <laughs> Idiot. So we have this. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> well, speaking of, you know, uh, the, the nipples of the nether regions. <laughs> you sure. Is that, is that what they call them? No. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't think so. I don't, I don't think we call testicles the nipples of the nether regions. Hmm. We got to find a nickname for testicles. Nuts. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, any other nicknames for testicles? Balls. Oh, that's a great one. Uh-huh. You got a third one in you? Gonads. Jeez, you're so good at this. Thank you. According to the dailymall.co.uk, Norwegian's man's hilarious complaint to Ikea after getting a testicle caught in one of their stools while having a shower <laughs> becomes an internet hit. <laughs> Some people like really go and do the most online in their reviews. And I fucking love it. Uh, yes. A Norwegian man has revealed a hilarious detail, how he freed himself after one of his testicles got stuck in an Ikea chair while having a shower. So he bought a Marius chair for showering because he had a knee injury, but his testicle became trapped after falling into one of the holes in the stool and then swelling in the hot conditions. So I, I think it's one of those chairs that is just like has a bunch of holes in it, you know, mm-hmm. like kind of a Swiss cheese style chair, which I guess, you know, when your little boop boops can fall through. <laughs> Mr. George Stad said he was trapped sitting under the shower for so long that the water turned cold and he began to freeze prompting him to risk electrocution, but he reached for a hairdryer to get warm again. He said, I couldn't fucking move. Imagine an angry Irishman having an accident, cursing his way. Like, (laughs) sir, if you can reach a hairdryer and that's closer to you than the knob to turn off your shower, then like what? Or And (laughs) why would your thought be, Okay, well, I'm getting cold under this water, so I'll just turn on this. This is bullshit. So many questions. Like, what the fuck? And so he says, as I couldn't move, I started pondering how the hell I was going to get out of the mess. After pondering forth and back, I realized I had no bloody ideas. Also, if you were getting that cold, you know, maybe your little doot-doot would, like, stop being so swollen and get tiny and want to run inside. Because isn't that how you're how balls work they get cold and then they run inside they shrivel right men let us know right in yeah Um, the water turned cold by itself so i started freezing the water got cold it got even more cold than my mother-in-law smiled when i married her daughter (laughs) that's a cell phone the cold water was his problem and his savior because uh he realized as he was reaching for the hairdryer that the nut got loose from the squirrel stool. It was when I was reaching for the dryer, I realized I was a free man. What a fucking idiot. Like, can't you pick up the chair with your two hands and like remove yourself from the wall? Like the way that men act about their stupid fucking balls. They're such babies about it like and do, oh do you can men you can write in and tell us if your little dude dudes like run inside when you get cold you better not write in and be like no you don't get it, it really hurts i don't want to hear it i don't want to fucking hear it his comments came after his problems were laid bare in a hilarious facebook post and discussion on social media site with the staff from the swedish retailing giant ikea 
In his hilarious post, complete with pictures and updates, Mr. Jordstad described his genitals as the skippers and two sailors because he said Swedes did not like direct description of genitals. As you can imagine, the skipper is the captain down there and the sailors are the two nuts that dangle. (laughs) In his Ikea post, he described himself as a free man again and asked if the stool came in yellow but was told it only came in red, black, and white. Oh my God. While the post was liked and shared by tens of thousands of times, IKEA responded using their customer maritime theme. Hey, Klaus, we recommend that you take the stool out the shower or that you sit on it in the right uniform on and in the right setting, a staffer posted. Yeah, because I guess what do you want IKEA to do? That's not their fault that your, you know, little doot-doot fell through the hole. I just, it's like 10,000 people learn that you put your nuts in a vice and then you, (laughs) that's like one way to do it. (laughs) My God. Oh, well, it's funny. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Uh... (laughs) Hey, Cass, are you ready? I'm ready, girl. It's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh my god. Are you still laughing about the guy's balls? (laughs) (laughs) It's just the the maritime uh, analogy that he was using is just, you know. Sure. And you get a sailor caught below deck or whatever. According to complex.com, a video shows massive brawl at Golden Corral that allegedly started because restaurant ran out of steak. And you know who started it? Me and Erica. <laughs> if you've listened at all, you know Cass and I love our red meat. We're freaks for it. I'm, I'm a, I ate a steak <clears throat> with my bare hand today. My doctor told me that I needed to stop eating so much red meat because I was having inflammation problems and I fucking smacked him in the mouth. I, I went to an ear, nose and throat doctor because I was snoring to the point where I was waking my partner up and I was like, and don't tell me just to lose weight. Like it's not weight. And he was like, you need to lose. And I was like, no, like, obviously let's get creative here. Like, let's check out all the orifices. Let's like I, I could have told you to lose weight. Like I, I, you, we could have done this over Zoom. Let's let's get creative and check out everything. You know? Did he respect you? No, he told me to lose weight, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and I just took it. Yeah, like I was like, okay. And what else? Did um, you get a CPAP machine? Uh, we're gonna do a sleep study, but he also said that they could do a shaving of my uvula. Oh. And that that might help. And I was like, oh, so you're telling me that I could lose weight cosmetically by just shaving the uvula down? Is the uvula is the little dangly thing that's swinging the back of your throat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I cool. was like, hey, anyway. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I did not talk disrespectfully to the doctor. I was just like, okay, I'll take this. Okay. And I did not hit my doctor in the face. I said, you're absolutely right. And thank mm-hmm. you for the advice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> more than 40 people engaged in a 
massive brawl at a Pennsylvania Golden Corral on Friday, which allegedly occurred because the buffet ran out of state. In a video shared with CBS Philly, customers can be seen throwing punches as chairs fly. At what point one man can be heard screaming out, all I wanted was some steak. (laughs) I've never seen nothing like that in a Golden Corral before. Former employee Dylan Becker told the outlet, from what I hear, it was over steak. Apparently somebody cut in line. So there was a shortage of steak and two parties were involved. One family cut in front of another party. They were taking their times and they ran out of steak. And so it got heated and a heated exchange at the two tables. Okay. What you're not going to do is cut in line at the Golden Corral. No. In a separate interview with WPBI, a customer named Alexis Rios, who's claimed to be standing behind the brawl's initial aggressor, said the misunderstanding also escalated because of mask. With COVID right now, mask and everything, nobody can hear nobody sometimes. What's up with Pennsylvania? I Yeah. Or is it just the Golden Corral crowd? <laughs> I don't want to blame Golden Corral, but it's Golden Corral. I'm just saying, like, we're having to, like, retake these uh, lines because the English is, uh, you know. So, so what happened in the video is one of the customers requested their steak well done. And another customer requested their steak medium rare, like a fucking adult. So, obviously, the medium rare customer got their steak first. And the well-done customer was still waiting for their steak. And the rare, uh, the, the well-done customer thought that the medium rare customer was cutting them in line. Is that really how, like, the specifics of the line cutting? Yes. According to a witness on the ground, he was, this is basically, he was like, they thought they were cutting the line by getting their steak first when obviously... A well-done steak takes much longer to prepare than a steak cooked properly at medium rare. So this same woman said, there's a lot of commotion in there. The cooks behind there are talking. Nobody can hear nobody. You have to speak up loud. I grabbed a chair to defend myself. And then sooner or later, that was it. I mean, (laughs) there were no serious injuries. Uh, (laughs) But like, that's fucking nuts. Like, I implore you, click the link in the video, watch. There are 30 people throwing chairs in a golden corral. Like, there's kids there, I'm sure. Yeah. This is the pandemic, man, honestly. Like, people are are riled the fuck up, even if they don't know it. And who's to say who's to say that you and i wouldn't be at that golden corral minding our own damn business and then if a brawl broke out around us like we'd probably have our chairs up over our heads to defend ourselves to defend myself like it's safety at that point like i don't think we would be throwing i don't think we'd be participating although if we were like we're in pennsylvania like no one knows who we are here (laughs) we could really get some fucking shit out like (laughs) Maybe we would. I don't know. I don't know. The pandemic is weird. It's it's a lot of collective trauma that we don't know how to process. Mm-hmm. And we're all just venting it out in different ways. Yeah. 
So, I mean, the, these people's ways was they didn't get their steak first and time to fuck up the Golden Corral. Golden Corral. <laughs> Is that a buffet? The yes. Golden Corral? Yeah. It's yeah. like a a sizzler, but you don't get an entree typically. It's it's just the buffet. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So there's no like, so the steak was a part of the buffet offering in this particular golden corral, but think, think sizzler, but you don't get like an entree. It's just a giant buffet. All right. I feel like this is a good transition into what I'm hoarding. Ooh, what are you hoarding? Sweet potatoes. Oh, I love a sweet potato. Delicious. I mean, so simple, so so good. You just mm-hmm. pop. We've been cooking sweet potatoes, just baking them in the air fryer. You know, just easy peasy, mm. little side. It's good. It's just fucking good. I don't even put anything on it. I put a little bit of ghee. I put a little bit of ghee, oh. but you don't really need anything on a sweet potato. Like it's got all the flavor, just there. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe a little S and P. You know, like if you got to, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fucking love that's it. That's it. I'm just hoarding sweet potatoes. Hey, so yes, I have a question for you. What's up? Do you think you're fucking better than me using ghee? Yeah, bitch. I do. <laughs> you think you're fucking better than me using ghee instead of butter? Yeah, dude, because, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't want to cut red meat and I got to fucking work on this inflammation shit. Yeah, I get it. I respect it. I respect it. But even before, yeah, I, I don't know. Ghee, ghee is fine. Like, it's not butter, okay? I mean, it is butter technically, mm-hmm. but, like, it, it, it's not as good as butter. I'm just going to say it. Like, I'm sorry. But you got to make – I'm making compromises left and right. Oh. And, like, if you say to me potatoes are, like, a, an inflammatory food, I haven't done my research yet. So just lay off, okay? Because I don't know that yet. Yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. I could, I could Google it, but I, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Just lay off me. <laughs> what are you hoarding? I'm hoarding Peacemaker on HBO Max. Oh, what's that one? It's James Gunn's uh, series. It's a spinoff from the Suicide Squad. The okay. Suicide Squad. And it's about John Cena's character, Peacemaker. And it is very funny. Okay. I like John Cena. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. He's great. He's so, it's, he's, is so great. He's like, I love peace. I don't care how many men, women, and children I have to kill to get it. Like, <laughs> that's a funny superhero. I love that. I'll watch that. Yeah. It's a very interesting, fun story. And I like James Gunn and his creativity and, John Cena kills in it. It's uh, there's a lot of great actors in it. The opening <laughs> is a dance. <laughs> okay, and I watch it every time. Oh my god, how fun! The entire cast does a dance, and it was choreograph. It's like choreographed for non dancers. It is. It, I mean, it's just it's what it's so fucking funny. It's great. It's so great. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, sweet potatoes are considered an anti-inflammatory food. Oh, check we in the boxes. It, we, we did, did it, it Joe. Joe. 
Hmm. Uh, what are you throwing away? The cartel. Oh, just okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We're going to Mexico in like a couple weeks and mm-hmm. stuff, and like I'm just kind of maybe my anxiety is like not well for me, you know. But like we're driving to Valle de Guadalupe. It's about an hour, maybe two hours south of San Diego, and so we have to get like all this like insurance and stuff, which makes sense. You get different insurance if you're driving a country in a different or your car in a different place. It's like. Taylor was like, oh, I printed out these things and like this immigration paperwork and stuff, you know, in case we get pulled over by the police, like so that they know that like they can't like make us bribe them and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, whatever. And we'll probably be fine otherwise. And I'm like, what? Why do we have to worry about this? Like, this fucking sucks. And then I'm just like, and he was like, no, I think like, you know, they're really trying to discourage that in Mexico because like of the tourism, like they really want to keep it. And I'm just like, what about the law like but then i'm like this all does does this all boil down to the cartel i don't know (laughs) i don't know yeah i don't know anything i'm really talking about right now all i'm saying is it's like it's giving me anxiety now like to like drive in mexico and so i have to point a finger at someone and i'm gonna point a finger at the cartel and i'm gonna throw them out okay i um am just in case they're listening uh very pro cartel Uh, yeah it's uh terrible let's say this if the cartel's listening we're not a threat to the cartel (laughs) yeah we have no 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 flex no pull to be anti or pro cartel Mm -hmm. why are we reasoning with the cartel here i just (laughs) i just don't want like a bloody toe in my mailbox you talking shit on your podcast i just don't want it's affecting my cocaine business they're they're seo to get a ping (laughs) oh no the cartel knows better than to google themselves it's such a bad idea (laughs) don't google yourself cartel it's fine like don't read the comments don't read the comments (laughs) don't read the comments cartel what are you throwing out I'm throwing out cats, anal glands. Ew. Last night. Oh, Erica. Bear with me. I'm going to have to mute myself. Yep. Oh, fuck. My my little baby cat, Charlie, Mm -hmm. came in and Winston picked him up and was holding him like a little baby. And it was just the cutest little thing. But then the smell and that came out of him was atrocious. I've never smelt a smell like this. And it was like, we just cleaned the litter box, like brand new litter, not a thing in the litter box, not a thing on his body. Like he didn't just, you know, didn't just make a mess. He, he smelled awful and i was like wiping him with you know paper towels and i was like what is happening to you like this is horrendous and like winston's holding him and we're like we're so sorry baby we gotta clean you and like and we were doing all this googling sometimes they're they express their anal glands and they smell terrible and 
I, I've never had that happen with a cat before after like 10 years of living with a cat. And I, I can tell you this, like, I never want to step through that smell again. <laughs> it haunts me to this moment. It was like horrendous. Like we aren't letting them into our room again. Like they've been banned to the living room. <laughs> You're punishing and- them both. Yeah. They're both getting the punishment. Oh my god. Cat <laughs> anal glands. I'm throwing them the hell away. I don't know what they're there for. It was the most disgusting smell I've ever smelled. And I've cleaned pig shit, rancid pig shit, like for, you know, I've milked cows. Is that smell when you do that? I, they they you know, they poop when you milk them. Like the They forest. poop when you milk them? Yeah. What? Wait. Wait. Yeah. Why are you telling me this at the end of the podcast? Why aren't you opening the podcast with, Cassandra, did you know that, that cows poop when you milk them? I, I mean, uh, I just, you know, farm stuff. I don't always go into the farm stuff. I learned so much though from you by doing this podcast about farm stuff. What like do they like just kind of like does milking them make them have to poop or is it like how like parade horses just kind of shit while they walk because they're it's just, horses? It's it's like parade horses. Yeah, they just okay. shit when it's like if, if they're gonna shit, they're gonna shit when you're milking them, and you're like, could you not? Like I'm right here. I didn't know if it was like a reactionary thing, like when like a woman has a baby, sometimes she shits. Okay. <laughs> think that's like every time i think it every time i think everybody poops when they have a baby i know i will (laughs) yeah i just like i see that for me like i don't want to but like i see that for me yeah everybody i think gynecologists write in obgyns write in but i think everybody poops when they have a baby wow yeah but yeah, cows can poop when you're milking them. I'm just saying the cats, anal glands. <laughs> I've never experienced a smell like that. And it was like haunting me to this moment. And I, yeah, I can't stop thinking about it. So I'm, I just wish that they didn't have them. I, I, I'm going to take okay. them away. <laughs> Evolutionary. I'm throwing them the hell out. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Where can the people find you? At Cass Cardenas on Instagram and Twitter and on the Nooner podcast on the Smodcast Network. Where can the people find you? At Iconic Erica Curry, where I am cranking out a, a post a week, maybe. But I am putting in the work on Instagram stories. Sure. Uh, that's how I fucking roll. I am putting in daily multiple story content for you are you not entertained are you not entertained uh, there's cat photos there's memes there's dare i say photos of myself sometimes you dare i dare and then you can find me on twitter at, at illegal yeah you can find this podcast the trashy trashy pod on instagram and at twitter where we post daily about our stories you can also find us at TrashyTrashyPod.com where you can write in with a story or tell us why you're trash and we'll read it on air. We love you. 
we love you, baby trash cans. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Extra, extra, hear all about it. The Daily Misinformer is your next favorite podcast. Everybody talks about the news you need to know. Here at The Daily Misinformer, we're here to tell you about the news you need to joke about. What else are you going to do when you hear headlines like Man Throws Alligator Through Wendy's drive through or Groom's Mom Discovers Bride Is Her Long Lost Daughter on Wedding Day? Those are all real stories, and we want to tell you about them. Every week, the writers of the Daily Misinformer TikTok account pick some of the most unbelievably true stories and tell you about them. We also play games about pop culture. We talk to strangers on the internet. And we're joined by some famous guests. Hey, Mike Lindell and Joe Biden, you've been on the show, right? It's a HIPAA violation for you to ask me about that. <laughs> Come on, man. There's a lot of misinformation out there. So why not figure out what's real while also having a real good time with the Daily Misinformer podcast? Dropping every Monday wherever you get your podcasts.